Hi there, welcome to another dose of Dr. Debbie. And today I wanted to talk about how it's never too late. And the reason why I wanna talk about that is because I, um, you know, on Facebook, sometimes you get those memories that show up on your timeline. Well, I had a, a memory show up and it was, um, it was such a milestone for me and it impacted me so much. I shared it, it impacted everybody who saw it. I put it in, uh, my my weekly newsletter and I got a lot of great responses from there too and I thought I would I would absolutely share it with you with the hopes that it'll it'll inspire you too so I, I actually want to read what I wrote and then I want to talk a little bit about it so uh, a meaningful memory popped up on my Facebook timeline today I find that we're so busy thinking about what we need to do what we haven't done and what we could do better yet when we take the time to reflect on where we were a month, a year, five years ago, we often realize how much we've done, how resilient we are, and more importantly, who we've become because of what we've been through along the way. So when this memory showed up on my timeline, it was a great reminder to reflect on a personal journey of trauma to transformation and uh, coming out of it with the inspiration for what I'm blessed to say has now helped thousands of others do the same. Life is filled with so many opportunities to see how resilient we are. These things don't just happen because we're unlucky or destined to live a painful story as victims of what has happened to us. Things simply happen. And it's what we do with these things that matters most. Yes, we can have our story, but becoming the hero or heroine of our story is a much better story. <laughs> so it's through these opportunities in the form of negative experiences, toxic relationships, and painful exchanges that we can let that define us or we can find the strength to slowly and steadily rise above. I love that saying by Eleanor Roosevelt, a woman is like a tea bag. You can't tell how strong she is until you put her in hot water. Well, my tea bag self has been in lots of hot water a few times in the form of loss of loved ones, disease that nearly ended my life and heartbreaking, soul crushing betrayal. Each experience had its own unique healing uh, protocol and each one left me with insights and strength gained from moving past them. So how would I define the healing process? Messy, uncomfortable, kind of like ugly cry. Definitely not graceful or pretty, yet there's something so beautiful about the process of self-discovery, especially when you can look at at it from the other side and see from a healed space how strong, resilient, and powerful you've become because of it. So for those who don't know my story, after a painful betrayal, I was desperate to understand how the mind works, why people do these things, and how I can heal. I realized that boundaries were being crossed and I never took my own needs seriously. Something had to change and that was me. So at 50, with four dogs, four, no, four kids, six dogs, and a business, I enrolled in a PhD program. I honestly had no clue how I'd manage it, pay for it, find the time for it, but since I know and I teach nothing changes if nothing changes, that betrayal was the catalyst for my life changing more than I'd ever realized. Uh, talk about the unknown. I mean, have you ever done something where without you hadn't have you didn't have any idea what would show up where you felt so guided to do something, say something, try something without having any idea why? Well, that was me. 
That's exactly how I felt and what and I just felt this strong pull to move forward with this. So uh, here's what my Facebook memory reminded me of and I invite you to consider what memories you can think of that can remind you of what you've been through too. So the what I had posted was and what I posted in my newsletter was the first picture was a picture of me with my 79 year old fellow graduate. Yep, you heard that right. I'll never forget getting an email from this wonderful gentleman who said, oh, we're graduating together. And I was like, oh, that's really great. I'll see you there. And he said, you know, remind me of, of, of who you are. I'm not familiar with names. I'm 79. Getting his PhD at 79. I mean, is that something else? And then I, I had also pictures of... Um, family that I celebrated with this with and getting hooded, which is when you get your PhD, they they do, you know, the, with your um, thing you're wearing and you, they hood you. And then reading the, I was asked to give the um, commencement speech for my class and giving that commencement speech. And as I was, it was like I knew what I was saying was going to be the basis for, um, for my book, Trust Again. And, uh, and, and then just hugging my chair, the chairperson that I, um, who was in charge of my study and, and remembering the, just the moment I handed over my research and she said, Debbie, I believe you've discovered a process here. And it was such a life-changing moment. And I'm sharing this because we don't realize, we don't realize you know, what happens when you're in motion. And I remember one of my mentors saying, and if you've listened to these shows long enough, watch these shows long enough, you'll hear me say you can't steer a parked car. And it's so true. It's only when we're in motion do things happen. And you can't course correct standing still. Another one of my mentors said that. And it's so true. We need to be in motion to see these things. And so often I see people who say, well, I'm just too old to do something. Well, you just heard it here, right? My 79-year-old fellow graduate friend um, picked up and got his PhD at 79. I thought I was late getting mine at 50, but uh, going for it at 50, 79, right? Or I always think of Louise Hay of Hay House began Hay House, started Hay House at 60. And sometimes I'll look at those, uh, I'll, I'll just look up uh, a, a uh, athletes later in life and you see that they started they started in their 50s in their 60s and here they are looking feeling so great I see it so often where people are just so settled so settled in their way well you know it's too late is it really too late I just told you about my you know 79 year old friend Louise Hay starting Hay House at 60 right is it really too late or is that your way of saying I don't know if I have the energy, the strength, the wherewithal to change what I've already created. I think so often that's more the case. Coupled with, you know, I don't know if I have what it takes to do this, which means we just haven't pushed ourselves far enough because you're so much stronger than you think. You're so much more capable than you think. And it's only when your teabag self is in water does it get tested. There's something so often that you've been meaning to do that's on your list that you would love, love to do, try, become. What's stopping you when you think about it? What's stopping you? Is it that it'll, it'll cause a bit of a shakeup with the people around you? Is, is that it would 
uh, it would cause you to change a well-oiled machine that you already have in motion is that it would cause you to learn something new? What is it? And here's the thing, and I'll do a whole extra, another show on this, regrets stink, right? You, you know, when you look at the end of the road and when you look back, if you didn't do that thing, try that thing, become that version of you, what's that going to feel like? I remember reading something and it was just um, where someone said, and it was something similar, like going back to school later in life. And, oh, I think it was somebody going back to become a, a, a doctor later in life. And they said, oh my gosh, you know, you'll be, let's say 60, whatever. I don't remember what the story was. You'll be like 60 by the time you get there. And I think the 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 man said, well, I'll, you know, all goes well. I'll be 60 anyway. And, you know, this way I can be a doctor when I get there. <laughs> so the whole idea is, what are you preventing yourself from starting because you think it's too late, right? I would really take a look and say, um, what could life look like if I take this on? And play it all out. You know, yes, it may upset the apple cart, you know, with something you have going. It may uh, maybe uh, upset a few people, maybe it'll inconvenience a person or two. But I also question you, how often is it that you've put yourself last for everybody else's sake, where, and I see this with women, and I see this so often with moms, guys, you do this too, but I see this particularly with the women, where we take care of everyone else, and if everyone else's needs are cared for, it's at that point that we take a look and say, okay, it's my turn. Well, I ask you, by that point, there's no time, energy, effort left for our own self-care. We're depleted, we're exhausted, there's nothing left. So when you look at it and you say, you know what, I really wanted to do that, right? That little gnawing, that idea, and you know it's real, when you see someone else do it, you may get jealous, you may be envious, you may find reasons to put that person down for doing it, but secretly you're saying, and I remember someone else saying this too, when you're uh, complaining about something, it's because you know you can do it and you can't. And I I invite you to look at, uh, let's say, criticizing someone else. Use that same, that same thinking. You're criticizing someone else because you know you can do it and you can't. So this is just a big call to action here to take a look at how you're living, what you're doing, and more importantly, what you're not doing. I'm not saying at all, don't be happy with where you are and don't, um, you're never supposed to feel comfortable and you're never supposed to be proud of where you are. That's not it at all. What I'm saying is when there's that calling inside of you, when you know there's more and when the reason you're not doing it is because it would take too much energy, because it's too hard, because uh, it would it would be an inconvenience to other people, because I'd have to say no to something else. All of those reasons, which are very likely very often excuses, who the, the person you're inconveniencing the most is you, right? Like, for example, when I went for that PhD, were my kids affected? Of course they were. I wasn't as available as I normally was. But who was I, who, really, who was I inconveniencing the most? Me. I missed out on, it was beautiful sunny days and I couldn't go out and be with everybody. I was studying. I was writing, whatever it was. Was it worth it? 100 percent. And I have a feeling if I ask my 79-year-old fellow graduate friend, 
he would say the same thing. So from here, I would suggest take a look at what is gnawing at you. You know, it could be something as simple as, you know what, I've been meaning to grow that garden. I want to take that class. I want to speak to that person, whatever it is. And then when you say to yourself, it's too late, I'm too old. Take a look. My 79-year-old fellow graduate friend is here to prove it. Louise Hay, here to prove it. Take a look at all those adult athletes later in life, here to prove it. It's never too late. You're never too old. And I hope this inspires you. So if you like the show, subscribe, rate, review, tell everybody you know. And if it would serve to uh, download a chapter of Trust Again, Overcoming Betrayal and Regaining Health, Confidence, and Happiness, you can just get um, the first chapter of that just to see if you like it. Hope you will. I mean, it's, yes, me, it's a great book. <laughs> you can just find that at the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com forward slash free gift. Of course, there's the most incredible membership community waiting for you as well. And that's, you'll just find everything right there at thepbtinstitute.com forward slash join. There truly is no community like it. We have live daily classes with our certified coaches. We have programs 24-7 that literally walk you through the five stages of betrayal. That, that was one of the discoveries in the study. So um, staying stuck has now become a choice. You can literally uh, walk through the different stages. We have um, master classes with the most brilliant experts. Um, I'm in there teaching Q&A forums with the most incredible community, all there to lift and inspire. We look at the community as training wheels until, you know, until you don't need them. It's the same thing. You're not meant to stay in there forever. You're meant to get your job done, uh, learn to feel safe again, love again, trust again, and then you're good. Then you move along. Anyway, thepbtinstitute.com forward slash join for that. Tune in next time with a lot more. I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.